What happens when you take a redneck fishing guide and pair him up with a master beekeeper? Well, we're about to find out. Join our host, Ken Milam and John Swan, as they help you brave the sting of beekeeping to reap the sweet rewards. This is The Hive Jive. You can drink my dang... Are you drinking my... <laughs> He's stealing my damn lemonade, folks. <laughs> and by the way, it is so good. You have a whole glass over there to yourself. No, drink it all. You did not drink it all. I'm going to drink it all. Oh, I'm not. Um, so, for those of you who are not in the know at the moment, we have a very special guest in the studio with us today. We have Miss Michaela Ulmer, and Michaela is the founder and owner of Me and the Bees Lemonade and... Television star. Well, okay, so she knows more people than we do, and she has traveled to more places than we have. She speaks better than both of us combined. That's for sure. I'm not sure if that's a challenge or not, though, but uh, Michaela is a wonderful young lady, and she's in today to tell us her story. Talk to us about her company, how it all got started, and while she's telling you guys these stories, um, stealing my lemonade. Ken and I are going to be seeing how quickly we can finish off all this lemonade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoever gets it it's first gets it. It's a race. That's right. So, uh, let's see. Okay, for those of you out there who don't know, Michaela, tell us, like, how did this all start? How did you dream up this company? Sure. So, I am 14 now. I started when I was about four and a half years old, and... Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but there's Austin Lemonade Day and there's the Acting Children's Business Fair where I'm from in Austin, Texas. And so over the summer, I, I signed up in those not knowing what products you create. But over the summer and I was trying to figure out what I was going to sell, two really big things happened. The first one was that my great granny Helen sent me a 1940s cookbook and it had her favorite recipe for flaxseed lemonade. And it was this really old, tattered cookbook, like the cover was kind of falling off and I didn't really know what I was going to do with it but we decided to uh, keep it and see what when we'd use it again and then the other thing that happened was I got stung by two bees in one week which was as you may know, pretty painful. It is, especially yes. if you're four years old. Yes. That's like traumatic and life-altering. Exactly. <laughs> and I was terrified of them. I didn't want to go outside. I didn't like any, pretty much any insects. And so uh, I just, my parents said, okay, before you're afraid of them, do some research. And so I did some research. I found out how incredibly important pollinators mm -hmm. that they are, that they're dying at an alarming rate by watching some animated videos and some picture books. And I decided to use that cookbook from my great granny Helen and sweeten the lemonade that she had, the recipe, with honey, and then I could sell that for the fair and donate a portion of the proceeds to organizations that were helping save the bees. So that was kind of how the idea came about. That was my first time selling the product. I dressed up in a bee suit, like a bee costume, <laughs> uh, as marketing, and that was my product. You know, that's um, technically that's kind of cheating. Um, we when you put a cute little girl in a really cute outfit and then they're they're trying to sell you things. It's really hard to say no. Um, we did. So you're familiar here in town with like the tour de hives. Yes. So one year we had a big honey booth set up and all of the different members could sell honey there. Uh -huh. Well, one of the gentlemen brought his daughter oh. and she was like nine years old. <laughs> 
And she would come up to people. She had no, like, she wasn't shy at all, but she would come up to people and she'd be like, would you like to try this? Would you like to? And if they told her, oh, that's really great. I'll come back in a little bit. When she saw them walk back by, she'd be like, it's been a little bit. Do you want your honey now? And I kept telling him, I was like, that's not fair. And he goes, why? And I was like, because nobody's going to tell your little girl no, but they'll tell the rest of us no. So <laughs> put them in a cute little bee outfit and that just, that changes the whole game right there. So that that started everything and you got going. More people kept asking for you guys to have your lemonade. Yes. And then you had this huge life changing moment. You actually got to be on TV. And for those of you in other countries where you may not necessarily be familiar with it, we have a show here in the U.S. called Shark Tank. And Shark Tank is it's basically a, an avenue for entrepreneurs to come in and they can present their ideas to these venture capitalists. And they, they take the chance for the capitalist to then invest in their ideas and kind of help give their business a jumpstart and, and get going. So Michaela actually got to be on Shark Tank and you did it when you were like 10, 9? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would have been terrified even now as an adult standing in front of those people <laughs> going, um, so I got this thing I want to do. <laughs> and I, I think I started like with local TV. So like when I won... Uh, lemonade day one year I think I got like most creative lemonade that was I guess my first time I feel like that was my first time and it was really small local Austin TV and then I guess I guess we kind of built up you to built Shark up Tank. to Shark Tank yes because yeah. I definitely wouldn't have been able to just go up <laughs> in front of a bunch of millionaires and billionaires and pitch a product uh it definitely took a lot of practice a um, couple months of repeating the pitch and making sure I knew my numbers but we got there and you we landed a deal so that was great it was amazing and so you were you when you were actually there though were you like nervous and anxious yes I actually remember because I walked on stage holding my dad's hand so like you know when you walk and they open up the doors and they mm -hmm. play the music I was holding my dad's hand for the first uh, bit of my pitch and then once I kind of realized okay it's, it's the pitch it's fine then I let go of his hand I just, you just did it. continued my pitch so I, it definitely is nerve-wracking but I, I used to call it like nerve sighting Oh, okay. Nerve sight. I don't remember. I think it was nerve sighted or nerve sighting. But nerve sighting. Yes. Who That's a new term. You? I like Who that. Bought? It was uh, Mr. Damon John. And so right now he's like a mentor partner uh, for the company. Very cool. Wow. And now, so that technically that entire process you've now been doing this lemonade for 10 years yes yeah so that's exciting too i mean you you've been in your business for longer than a lot of adults have in some of their careers and you're just 14 yeah i, I feel like the first time we got into a store was around when i was nine because up until then i was selling it into you know my lemonade stand yeah. every year but yeah the, the idea has been around for about 10 years so we're always coming up with new things to make sure that um, it's still new. Like this. Yeah. Yes. Like we, the first one we polished off, their newest flavor is a prickly pear. That's good. So it's me and the bees really lemonade good. with prickly pear, and it did not last <laughs> very <laughs> long. As soon Maybe as I 20 tasted minutes, it, I knew what 15. was it. Well, the only 20 minutes because it took that long for us to get a cup of ice. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> as soon as we did, it was gone. Yeah. So you guys are at, you're now in like four major stores correct that, yes. that people can find your product yes in. so currently we're sold in the u.s right now for those of you who are listening uh overseas but we're sold in uh whole foods markets we're also sold in natural grocers fresh market 
uh, Cost Plus, a lot of markets, Cost Plus World Market. And then also if you visit our website and you go to our Where to Buy, and you put in your zip code, it'll show up with all the local stores and restaurants that we're in. So definitely check that out. It's meandthebees.com. You can find out where you can purchase lemonade near you if you'd like to try it. And can you have, they have? Uh, go ahead, sorry, Kim. Can they buy it online? They can buy it online. Can That's they true. Can't buy, buy it overseas? Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. I don't. I do not blame you there because <laughs> I I ship honey online. Yes. And they're in glass containers and oh. like even when it's just going somewhere here in the state, I'm always petrified. Like, is it going to make it okay? Is like, it is break? it going? Yeah. Is anything going to happen? Yeah. And there's all these things you've got to do to be able to ship it. So I understand that. Yes. That is a, it's a big step for That's sure. That's true. <laughs> and you guys actually just started a new product line as well too. You've got now the lip balms. Yes. So we just came out with lip balms. They are made with organic beeswax, and in my opinion, they're my favorite because they have shea butter and a bunch of different oils. But there's five different types. There's like sweet honey, there's queen coconut lime, there's buzzing blackberry, and those those are actually pretty lightweight to ship. And uh, you can they're not in stores yet. There you can buy it on our website. But if you want to try those as well, they're really fun. And you can also tell them. Okay, it tastes very good. So any guy, okay, guys, if you want to make that girl kiss you more, you need to buy some, put it on your lips. Then you buy her something different, put it on her lips, and y'all going to get to taste each other a whole lot more. Oh, wow. Out of campaign there. There you go, yeah. There, there you go, Ken. Um, some of the things you come up with. Well, well. So... Now, don't, don't, so this is definitely like, it's an amazing thing, but don't think that this is just a lemonade company. Either, oh, no, this no, little no. girl is a powerhouse when it comes <laughs> to business stuff. She has her own nonprofit foundation. And if I'm correct, it's the Healthy Hive Foundation, yes. the HH Foundation. Yes, called the Healthy Hive. And I started it about two years ago. We launched it on Good Morning America. But the reason why I started it is because. Ever since I started this company, we've always donated around 10% to different organizations helping the bees. And so I, since that's always been my passion, um, I decided that I wanted to do a little bit more. And so I feel like the easiest way to do that was to start my own nonprofit. So that could be the main focus. And so now we're doing, we're helping save the bees through research, education, and protection. So we're commissioning uh, different people to do research and um, to figure out why the bees are dying, what are the different causes for their deaths, what are the most effective ways to help save them. And we're also uh, educating. So one of my favorite parts is being able to travel to different schools and organizations and do workshops. We also funded apiary so kids and adults can suit up in bee suits and, you know, go out, visit the highs, learn more about them. And the last one is protection. So we're partnering with different companies in campuses so we can take their unused land and turn it into bee-friendly land. So they have, uh, you know, habitats and uh, flowers to pollinate. So that's been very exciting. It's pretty fresh and new. And there's a lot of new projects that we're starting as well. And you, one of the things that you guys commissioned here very recently was uh, research on wildflowers, or sorry, wildfires yes, and how they affect exactly. Pollinators. So the effect of the effect wild of wild, wildfires on the honeybees. Yes, she does, and I do a lot in a day, but I think she's got me beat. Oh, by I mean, far, leaps and bounds. I've also never, you know, been on like Good Morning America or Today Show or anything <laughs> I mean, like have, that. We I have, have a radio <laughs> show. 
And a podcast. <laughs> and a, well, yeah, but still, that's just I kind of want a podcast. I'm sure you could do it. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure people would listen. Okay. <laughs> you have a lot of insightful things. Um, I think we can do that real easily, ma'am. Oh, now see, notice how he said we. <laughs> His little wills are always hurting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going he's gonna to end up with another. He's going to be like, so you can listen to the Hive Jive over here, and then you can tune in to Michaela and I over here. <laughs> see, we can do the, the Hive Jive, uh, uh, Untamed Heritage, and Michaela and me. Yep. And the bees. Michaela and me and the bees. He's, he just inserts himself in there, doesn't he? He's okay. Michaela and yeah, me and the bees. I like that. That's, that's how these radio personalities work. Okay. They just jump on board. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so you you travel. You have got to go to some wonderful places. Um, here, just actually just this year, you've been to two really big places out of the country. Yes, pretty far for me. Uh, we went to Budapest over the summer, and I spoke at a conference called Brain Bar, which is this really big, innovative conference where you've got like authors and entrepreneurs and students, and they're all kind of coming up with ideas, how technology can be used in business, and that was pretty fun. So I talked about being a 14 year old CEO and having like a social impact with your company as well. So that was my topic there. And then later on this summer, we also went to Singapore. And so it was a business trip. We also made it a kind of family trip as well. But that was all about I it was at Dell Women Entrepreneur Network. And I spoke to their girls track all about finance 101. So it was uh, income statements, balance sheets, how to make a budget with your business idea. And that was really fun because it was also kind of a two day camp. So I got to go to the camp as well. And then, of course, like places here in the U.S., like New York and North Carolina, things like that. But, yes, we've been pretty busy. So out of all of the places that you've traveled, what has been your favorite place so far? My favorite place. I really like Singapore and I also really like South Africa. So we went to South Africa. I think that was like three years ago, three, four years ago, somewhere like that. Yeah. But that was very fun. And I loved it there. We got to spend, I think, like a week or so or maybe two weeks. And I also did a presentation there, but we made it a family vacation, too. And that was really fun. We went to Cape Town and uh, also on a safari. Oh, very so, cool. Yes. See, that's right up Ken's alley, the the going in the wild animals. I was sitting and... there thinking, you know, when we did the deal with uh, with Larry. Here I am going. But Larry Washington, <laughs> he was in Serengeti. And... He says there was lions roaring it within a hundred yards of his tent at oh, night. Dang. Oh, he said that was, and he said it's it's, it's so. It was, he says it's great. Yeah, we stayed at cabins at a reserve, so um, they pretty much protect the animals, and the funding they get to protect the animals is from the tours that they do. So that Very was cool. Fun. No, I tell you, that's crazy. That's a that's a lot of of business. So you're still just 14. Yes. What do you do to actually have fun and relax? Like so, you're still a kid. You yes, get to be a kid yes. still, right? So other than school, which takes up most of my time. I was going to say that's not fun. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really enjoy reading. That's really? yes. Good. Reading. And, you know, my brother does too. Uh, hanging out with him. 
when we have time, hang out with my friends as well. Like your doing older brother or younger my, brother? Well, both of them, but my younger brother mostly. And um, is he the one who got the barbecue sauce? Yes, barbecue okay. sauce. And we, he actually came up with him. he came up with the ginger flavor of the lemonade too. Oh, that was wow. his idea. Um, and so I guess I also really like yeah going out with friends. I'm still a 14 year old, so we'll do like bubble tea or rollerblading or whatever when we have time. What else? What else? What else? What else? Gardening. We have a garden. My dad is kind of the gardener in the family. So right now, I think we have like cucumbers and squash. Those are the main things out there. We right ain't now. gonna use that. We go cucumbers and jalapeno lemonade, <laughs> not yes. cucumbers and squash lemonade. Cucumber jalapeno. And what else? I also have a. I have two chickens. Yeah, I was wondering when yes. you were gonna get to that. So I like baking with their eggs because yes. that's fun. And we also have a dog. So I like walking her. Sometimes when I have enough time to, I'll like bike her, um, something like that. But yeah, see the the chickens actually they kind of crack me up because <laughs> I went through like when I had my actual chickens, it was like I would go to work, I would go off and I would do all these jobs for the bee stuff, and then I would come back home and I'd go in the backyard and the dog would have to come tell me about his day, and he was like, oh, you know, and he'd be yes, all excited, yes, and I'd sit down and then the chickens had to come tell me about their day, and they would literally hop up on my legs, really. Yeah, they were like, they were all super friendly, but they'd be, bark, 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 you know, just like really? all around me and just chatty, chatty, See, chatty. See, you're lucky. Ours, ours, we, ours are scared of my dog. So whenever we go out, like if, if the dog like sneaks out the door, she's always with me. And so the chickens now, uh, they're afraid of the dog because she, you know, likes to chase. She doesn't do anything. She just chases after them for fun. And so whenever I come out, now they think that my dog's with me. So they're like, yeah, no, they're we're, like, we gotta go. we're gonna stay back. <laughs> you can go ahead. What, uh, What's your dog's name? Her name is Honey. Yeah, that was that was my mom's idea. (laughs) Nice. I mean, it all goes hand in hand, you know. Yes, she's a part of the part of the company as well. So, I mean, I'm sure you are. You have probably been inundated with these types of things, but the amount of bee puns that people can come up with. Oh yeah. yeah it just any time you're talking to somebody and they're like, "Oh," and they'll throw in this little See, pun here. That there. has saved me so many times cuz there's there's times when I'll do presentations and there's technical difficulties like the mic's not working, the slides aren't working, the video's not working, and I'll be like, "So while we wait, <laughs> I happen to have a couple of B puns just, you know, in my head. Why don't we go over some of them?" Yeah. And you know, it's a good I don't know, time saver. I don't know. It is. I had to go do some presentations for uh, some grade school kids. And one of them, whenever I left, all of the kids wrote down like their favorite bee jokes on these little sticky notes. And so I have this whole pile of sticky notes of bee jokes. I need to borrow those. I need some new ones. Yeah, (laughs) they were, some of them were really cute. Um, Okay. But yeah, it's, it's just, it cracks me up because it doesn't matter how young or how old the person is, everybody has a bee pun. Yes. Or they'll turn the word bee into something, yes. you know, or they'll stretch like it out. Like bee leave, yes. bee fearless, yes. bee happy. Exactly. There's always that emphasis on the bee. Yes. Exactly. Bee leave. That's I'm right. I'm wearing a shirt right now. That's right. It's bee leave. We actually, we end our show with a, like be safe, be happy, be good, um, just to be goofy. Bunch of puns. <laughs> Let's see. There you go. They're all in a row. Bunches of puns. <laughs> oh my brain! Uh, let's you got see. one. I have one. Oh, Sometimes. what did what did the sushi say to the bee? Who the sushi? What did the sushi say to the bee? I don't know. What's up, bee? <laughs> Get What's it? up, bee? Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like that was good. Yeah, that was Thank good. You. Thank the, you. Uh, the ones that they gave us were they were things like, "How does a bee fix its hair?" 
a buzz cut. That uses a honeycomb. Oh, hey, buzz cut is good buzz though. Cut. Buzz cut was a good. One. Yeah. What kind of that would be like? What kind of haircut does a bee get? Buzz, buzz cut. cut. Yeah. yeah. See, look, she just created a brand new one right there on the spot. You're so clever. And so it's you know it's just bumped my brain now. It does, is. Does John does John tell you he raises redheaded mutts? You do? No. Okay. So she's like, what? Uh, I affectionately call our feral bees here in Texas, Texas redheaded mutts, because they are just an, a mixing pot of all these different things, but they got a little bit of attitude. Oh. And so I call them redheaded mutts. Because they're just like a mix <laughs> and of everything. Red head. Yeah, they're, they're a mix of everything. They're, and do, they, do those produce more honey? So when they have a little bit more of the Africanized genetics to them, mm -hmm. they can, yes. Okay. They, they can actually produce more because they're more aggressive at everything. And oh. that means the building of the comb, the expansion of the colony, the Faster. making of the honey. But then they're also more aggressive at defending the hive and, you know, how far out they patrol. So it's got its its perks, its ups and uh -huh. its downs. So we try to keep the, the, the feral genetics in there. But we also try to select for the ones that are the most docile so that you get those positives. You get the good attributes where they can go through and groom and clean, but they're not necessarily like you step foot on the property and they're immediately going, go away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you actually, I, I teased on one of our former episodes that you were going to be coming on the show. Oh. And one of the things that I put on there, because we were talking about, you know, when you get started in beekeeping, you know, don't necessarily let anybody hamper what your dream is or what you no. want to go out mm -hmm. and do. And I had actually pulled a quote from you about how, you know, not only should you dream big, but you should dream like a kid because kids don't see those obstacles and they come up with creative ways to get around them. And you are literally living proof of that. You have done such an amazing job of building this company and getting out there, speaking on national and now even worldwide levels where you go out and you teach people not just about bees and pollinators and their importance, but about business and about all these other ideals and morals and that, that's crazy. That is so cool. And you're so young. Just imagine what you're going to be like in another 10 years. Oh, like, I, it's just going to keep. Know. I don't even know what college I want to go to. So. <laughs> She's like, don't, don't put that on me right now. You know, but thank you. You've got plenty of time to figure that out. <laughs> yes, hopefully. See, I think I know I want to come up with more companies because that's I guess barbecue. that's a fun barbecue sauce. Yeah, a new yeah, line of products. Your young brother. She can't. She yeah. can't do barbecue sauce. That's her brother's deal. Yes, he's yeah, to but save, you got to partner save. with him so you can help him through. Hey, I partnered with him for the ginger flavor. That's right. But so that just means you get to come up with a flavor of barbecue sauce that then yes, you can go through. Yes, and he can put it as his company. There you go. Ooh, I like it. See, um, but I barbecue think barbecue B. Yes. Well, I want to come up with a new company, so come up with some new business ideas and sell those products. And then I also think that possibly I might want to become like an investor and invest in other people. You won't who are, be on Shark Tank. Yes. There or you go. or like make my one. own Shark Tank, like kid, I don't know. Kid Shark know. Tank. Yes. And then invest in either other um, minority people who are trying to run companies. Because that was, it was really hard for us to get funding when I first got started as like a female and African-American and a kid. Um, but I hope maybe one day I can become like that investor for other people so they can get their companies off the ground uh, faster than we did. So, yeah. That's awesome. I and like that. Not, I mean, regardless of any of that, you already are such an inspiration to kids and adults alike. That is a huge leap right there. And then if you make it to that point where you can then also not only inspire them, but actually help them to pursue their dreams, that would be amazing. And Mikhail, I got to tell you something. 
I've been sitting here watching you and your mom. You got a very special mom. It helps you a lot. High five. <laughs> Props to mom. <laughs> mom has a very busy schedule because mom has to make sure you make it to all your places yes. and all the time. And yes. yes. So um, actually, one of the things that I forgot to mention, you have this really cool pencil setting over here. Yes. And yeah. I had never even thought of this or heard of this before until you told us about it this morning. And this is really cool. So uh, explain the concept behind this and then how you can actually use this. So they're actually part of... The nonprofit, but they're planable pencils. So I actually learned that about 15 billion pencil stubs end up in landfills every year. And so these help solve that problem. They are actually pencils, but the tips are kind of like, I don't, it's kind of the same material as a pill capsule, but instead of um, medications, there's actually seeds and there's also a little bit of dirt. So when you're done writing with the pencil, it doesn't really matter how long the actual pencil is. All you have to do is stick the whole pencil okay. into the ground. And so, yeah. And so uh, you just this water is- it. The little cap dissolves and it's a bee friendly flower. There's cilantro, there's sunflowers, there's thyme. And we've been giving them away as part of the nonprofit. That's very cool. So the, the wood itself is obviously biodegradable. Yes. So you use the pencil, you get down to like the last little inch and you're like, oh, I can't hold on to this no more. You can literally just take the pencil outside and plant Stick it. Stick it in the ground. And you can grow different plants from and that. And I don't know about you, but I'm always losing my pencils. So this kind of reminds me to keep my pencils because I want to plant the flower at the end. Helps you keep better track of it. Yeah. That is so wow, cool. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> This actually, it is. It's actually really cool. I hadn't even ever thought about that before. So that that right there, that's another innovative thing that you've come up with that is just so awesome. And you keep doing these things and growing and adding new products. I mean, inspiration. That's all it is. And you need fourteen year old uh, inspiration. <laughs> you need to use horse mint seeds. Horse horse mint. Horse mint seeds. Horse mint is a it's a wildflower that grows out here. It starts really blooming in like June, mm-hmm. and it'll go into a little bit of July. But it is one of our main nectar producers here in Central Texas, and it's a it's it almost best, it kind of looks like something out of a Doctor Zeus book because you've got a stem that comes up, and there'll be a ring of flowers, and then the stem will come out of it, and another ring, and another ring. And the flowers there's the main kind out here is called purple horse mint. And they're a dark purple flower, but the flower itself is actually like these two-petal fold. And the nectar's way down in the back here. The bee has to crawl between those two flower petals, and the pollen is on the top petal. So when the bee crawls between it, the pollen literally paints like a white mohawk or racing stripe down the bee. That is so funny. So you can tell when the bees are foraging on that plant. And when there's a lot of the horse mint in your honey, the honey actually takes on this citrusy kind of zing um, the other style, this one here is, uh, I'll show you this one. This one doesn't look like the other one. So mm. the one that I'm showing you a picture of now, this is actually called spotted horse mint and it's white and you can't see the flower petals in it because it's got these white and green leaves that completely cover it. But the purple horse mint is all flower. Like you can see the flowers sticking out of it. Um, but it's really cool because so Indian blanket, which is the, the yes. red and orange flowers we have out mm-hmm. here. When you get a lot of Indian blanket in your honey, the honey actually takes on a very buttery, like a thick, buttery taste to it. And that, and then, I mean, it's, that's the literal only thing you can like that describe it as so is butter, funny. right? So you add in the horse mint and the horse mint gives it this citrus, like there's no citrus there, but it gives it a citrusy kind of zing high mm-hmm. note to the end. 
So that sounds so good. It oh, is. It, is, it is. I mean, it's just like when you go through and you come up with your flavor combinations for your lemonade and stuff. The bees are doing that out there in nature with their honey, and as you get more involved with it, you can actually start detecting some of these little things. You'd be like, oh, well, that that has this, or that's this flavor, and. You know, for the most part, we just have wildflower honey here, which means they, they're taking little sips of everything and mixing it together. But sometimes if you get in a region where there's a whole lot of very prolific amount of one flower, there'll be a predominant flavor to that honey. So it's it's really kind of neat. Okay. I had two hives that were side by side. I mean, they're side by side. They're not five feet apart. Each one of those hives had a different flavor in it of honey. Of honey? Mm-hmm. That's, I love going out. So I don't have bees myself since I live kind of downtown South Austin, but I do love going out into the different hives and like round rock hives and some other hives and trying the honey because mm-hmm. you can you can taste the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's really fun trying it in different seasons, too, when the honey tastes different. And different hives, different like fields of flowers. Yeah. So it's amazing. Spring honey is so light spring. and it's clear. You know, the honey from oh, the yes. spring. And it's so clear yes. and light. And then you get in, which when I first met John, I said, Well, I want some honey. And he brought me his honey. And it was real dark. And I said, I, that's what I've always eat all my life. And I tasted it. I said, oh, yeah. This is what I've always had. This is honey. That was winter honey. That it was, was fall winter. honey. Oh. So it's it's got a higher mineral content to it. So it's thicker and darker and rich. And it's almost like a molasses. It tastes like molasses. So it, it, when you taste it, that you don't think, good. oh, this is honey. You're like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so but so I, I actually met you the first time. I guess you would have been 12 years old. It was a couple years ago when we had to do this press release for oh, Thanksgiving. Yes. And it was a Thanksgiving what your Thanksgiving dinner yes. would look like without bees. Yes, I remember And that. I remember being literally just so blown away because I, I go through and I do public speaking and I have to go and I have to talk about bees and all this other stuff. <laughs> but here we are and I'm standing next to this 12-year-old girl and they turn on the camera and I mean, you were on. Like you were spot on. <laughs> you didn't, there was no hesitation. You just went through and you just did it and it was awesome. And then I'm over here going, uh, but, uh, uh. No, you're not. You're a great host. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but no, I was I was very very much um, impressed by that, and you actually you guys came out to the the Travis County Beekeepers Association meeting yes for the July meeting, yes. and when you did, you brought us some samples of lemonade. And this morning, you brought us samples of the lemonade and your lip balm. And you drank all my dang lemonade. I drank the other quarter Don't that was worry, not in your glass. That's right, there is. But I actually brought you something today. What? Honey. This is local raw. Honey from oh. this spring, and it actually has the honeycomb in it. I'm so excited to try. So it. this is the clear one you were talking that about. That is that is one of the okay. spring honeys. Yeah, I'm very excited to try it. Yeah. It's going to be very light. Put some on some pancakes. Good. Oh, it it goes great on everything. That right there, the spring is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is not. It's not exactly the way that it normally would be. So usually, the the earlier you get it in the spring, it literally tastes like a bouquet of flowers. Like you you get all these floral notes to it. This one here has a it has a little bit of the floral, but it's got a lot more of that like horse mint kind of citrusy tang and zing to it. Mm-hmm. And then the comb inside there that is fresh comb. The bees just drew out this spring. They capped it with fresh honey. And we put that down inside the jar and then fill it with the rest of the honey. So that is my gift to you. Thank, thank you, you for coming out and for providing us the lemonade. And thank you for being such an inspiration to young and old alike out there with everything that you do. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. 
and allowing me to share the story for the delicious honey. You <laughs> stole my honey. You got it. <laughs> no, that's my honey. I that, honey? That's my oh, honey. Okay. That is legit my honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us, tell everybody, uh, you, you gave it out earlier, I think, but just one more time, give them your website, give them website. your social media. Okay, sure. So our website is meandthebees.com, M-E-A-N-D-T-H-E-B-E-E-S.com. And we have a bunch of different things. We have a blog on there. We have all of our products. We have where you can buy the lemonade. And uh, like if you want to contact me for press or anything like that. And then we also have social media, of course. It's at Michaela's Bees. So M-I-K-A-I-L-A. B-E-E-S, and there we've got giveaways, I guess what we're up to, how you can help save the bees, and uh, I think I forgot an S, so it's M-I-K, <laughs> I just said Michaela bees, it's really Michaela's bees, so Michaela's it's bees. Michaela's bees. Plural, yes. Yes. Possessive and plural. Yes. <laughs> Michaela's bees. Yes. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in and joining us today. We really appreciate having you on. We would love to have you back at some other point in time. You know, as you continue to grow and evolve, maybe you can come back come and, and tell like us some new things. Yeah, tell us some. The, since when we talk about Algarita lemonade, <laughs> yes, we can return to our <laughs> wild plum lemonade or the or this uh, jalapeno jalapeno, <laughs> jalapeno cucumber. cucumber lemonade. Uh, Ken, Ken's got so many bright ideas for you. I we need to have a meeting because yeah. this is these are good. He's just like he's like a little brain tank. He just sits over there and comes up with all these ideas, and you just take notes. <laughs> it works. It's what he does. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you. And were we as fun as Shark Tank? Excuse me. I think you're funner. More fun. More fun. More fun. We're less less intimidating. More fun. Yes. Yeah. We're not sitting there staring at you, you know, like judging like this, everything. Like yeah, this. like so, hmm. just staring. <laughs> fingers pressed yep. in front of your face. <laughs> thank y'all so very much. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank you for coming in. We greatly appreciate it, and we appreciate everybody as always listening to us here on the Hive Jive. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at the Hive Jive, and you can send us listener questions to info at thehivejive.com, and we will catch you guys next Monday. Bye, Bob. We yeah, yes. get us a thousand followers. <laughs> Buy a bottle of Me and the Bees lemonade. That's right. And save a bee. Get online if you're here in the U.S. Get online and see if you have a distributor near you. If you've got a Whole Foods or anybody near you that may actually carry it, if so, go in and pick you up some. There's four flavors in there. Good awesome. Stuff. Thank you. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Y'all be good. Be safe. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> The show might be over for now, but the sting won't last long. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be swarming in with new episodes Mondays of each month. Until then, behave yourselves. <laughs>